This is Forum. I'm John Michaels, Public Affairs Radio Director, 1977. I'm sure that's before you were born. You're talking to Cameron Miller. You're the education assistant with the Center for Western Studies on the campus of Augustana, and uh, you coordinate, promote, and run all of the educational programming for the center. And one thing you probably don't know is there used to be a trolley that went to Augustana. So anyone that lives on Summit Avenue probably has a weight limit, a lot more than most side streets would be, because they had cobblestones there for, for the trolleys that used to go to Augustana back in that time. See, I'm so old, I don't have tattoos. <laughs> but Cameron, I, I guess first of all, um, I'm sure you had to do this before, but people come into Sioux Falls and they say, you know, maybe they're looking at Augustana University online or whichever, but they'll say, what is the Center for Western Studies? Yeah, well, uh, of course, the Center for Western Studies is located on the campus of Augustana University. Uh, The way I like to view the center is we sort of are that connection for Augustana, uh, the campus community, uh, and the Northern Plains region. We serve as that connection. We wear a lot of different hats. Uh, We, of course, do educational programs, um, but we also have an archive collection uh, we do uh, different events. Uh, for instance, we've got an art show coming up in uh, at the end of this month. Actually, it's crazy to think it's already October. Mm-hmm. Um, and we uh, we do art shows. Uh, we do different events throughout the year um, where we allow our, uh, artists to come in and, and show their work. Uh, we have authors who come into the building and uh, we'll do book signings and, and talk about their books. Uh, like I said, we really just serve as uh, sort of that connection for Augustana to the Northern Plains region. Just to show how current you are with uh, Augustana, <clears throat> the uh, the bowl forums last uh, March, you had the Russian Federation uh, ambassador talking about Ukraine, uh, and that was last March. So yeah. you're you're on the cutting edge of not just history, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, students that uh, certainly in Sioux Falls have an op- opportunity to, uh, uh, you know, the bowl. You know, they've had everything from climate change to mm-hmm. just about every person that nobody else can get a hold of, you know, <laughs> that type of thing. Talking to Cameron Miller, education assistant with the Center for Western Studies on the campus of Augustana University. Now, it started with um, Dr. Herbert Krauss. Now, you had uh, reportedly more than 500 archival collections and a library in excess of 37 volumes mm-hmm. on the American West. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've got one of the original uh, History of South Dakota Volume 1 books, <laughs> you know, that my grandparents had. Uh, but uh, there is quite a history here that uh, keeping that intact and, and not letting it slip through our fingers yeah. uh, is is uh, uh, something that uh, I'm glad that they thought about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that what What's really special about the Center for Western Studies is we do uh, take... Uh, special interest in honoring the history of the center and the history that the center uh, has and its connection to Augustana. Uh, of course, you mentioned Herb Krauss, uh, who was Augustana's first writer in residence. Um, he sort of had this idea uh, for the Center for Western Studies, and he is the one that we accredit, uh, of course, to um, starting what now is such a successful program of Augustana University. Well, if you look at it from the outside, it looks like a teepee. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> that's how you can uh, figure out which building is ours on campus. <laughs> well, you know, 75 publications yeah. uh, to the credit of the Western Studies. Mm-hmm. You're a major academic publisher in South that's Dakota. Right. Yeah. So anybody that's uh, talking about history uh, would want to come and talk to you. Yeah. 
We uh, typically publish between one to two books a year. Um, recently, uh, of course, we have just put out uh, Heartland River, which is a collection of 19 essays edited by uh, John K. Lauk. Um, that is the first uh, of its kind uh, publication to discuss the Big Sioux River and the Big Sioux River Valley. Um, what's great about Heartland River is it really discusses all different aspects of the Big Sioux River and the Big Sioux River Valley. Um, it's a very, very interesting book. Anyone who's interested in learning more about the history, water quality, politics, um, that kind of thing, art, uh, it's a great, great book to pick up. Um, we do have it, of course, at the Center for Western Studies, but it's also available uh, around town as well. And we've had a really, really good um uh, you know, as we brought the book out, we've had such a good response to, uh, there's, there's just a lot of interest in what the book uh, covers. And of course it's unique too, because it has reflections from experts in their respective fields. Like I said, they're, it's a collection of 19 different essays. So it's a really, really great um, book, and I would certainly recommend it to anyone who is wanting to learn more about the Big Sioux River. I'd like to see the essay on uh, outlaws on the Sioux yes, River. Yes, that's right, yeah. <laughs> but the, uh, uh, the main thing, the Center for Western Studies is, is available for anybody. Uh, regular working hours or what if people want to stop in? Yeah, so we are open um, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., um, we are free and open to the public, so uh, all of our resources are available to the public, um, whether it's our, uh, you mentioned our library, our collection upstairs. Uh, of course, we have two floors. So the first floor is our history museum, our art gallery, uh, our gift shop where we do sell our publications. But then on our second floor, we do have the extensive um, library and archive collection. Um, we have a staff of about five people. You have a collection and, and a lot of people probably you know i grew up here mm-hmm. but they probably don't think of it but you have a very fine art collection we do yes and it's extensive as well uh i recently of course i went to augustana so i have been familiar with the center for western studies um since i was a student at augustana uh but only since i started uh in my role as the education assistant i was surprised at the extensive fine art collection that the center holds uh it's impressive from uh originals from uh, oscar howe of course to uh artists like jerry fogg judy thompson these are regional artists who uh hold uh such strong roles in the art community here uh, in south dakota well your dakota conference uh, by the way it's it's uh, something that um is interest to us because you did kind of a history of radio that's right as your last conference we did and uh, like i say every time you do this you get more information and Mm -hmm. you get more history and uh, it gets written down yeah so yeah so this year actually we uh, had our 55th dakota conference um so what's great about the dakota conference is it allows us to bring uh, historians uh authors students people from all different backgrounds to one place to discuss uh, topics that they've been researching. Of course, each year we have a theme. So as you mentioned, uh, our Dakota conference this past April, the theme was radio in the Northern Plains and sort of the 100-year journey that radio has taken from uh, 1921 to 2021. Um, We had a number of great um, talks that were given 
of course, mo or there are a number of of the lectures that are on the topic. But then we also have um, talks that are on uh, different subjects as well. So there really is something for everyone at the Dakota Conference. Uh, like I said, it's a great place just for um, people who are interested in in the topic or interested in history or um, interested in in Augustana. Um, to gather and, and learn from one another. So, well, you know, I, I've known in the past people from China, uh, Japan, and all over the world. They mm-hmm. come to the Center for Western yep. Studies. Um, it's uh, interesting. We did a story on the battleship South Dakota, mm-hmm. and there was a young high school kid uh, from Norway. Mm-hmm. Uh, this probably isn't connection with the Western Studies, but just to show our sure. people view us here. Um, they asked him when he graduated what he wanted to do, and he wanted to come to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, to see the Battleship uh, <laughs> yeah. Museum. Yeah. Uh, so there's people. Uh, it, it's also interesting that in Europe they have clubs on Native mm-hmm. Americans, mm-hmm. where here we have Renaissance bears, where they, <laughs> you know, they, yeah. they joust and everything. Over there they have Native American clubs. Yeah. Uh, and again, they come to the uh, you know Center for Western Studies, and just because you're there and because of the things you do, there's things that get that get done that may not have otherwise been done you celebrated the augustana choir centennial yes the fact that you had an augustana choir centennial i could imagine if you took everybody that's still alive and you had a reunion that would be a pretty big group of people yeah so it's actually interesting that you mentioned that so um of course we uh, curated and hosted the centennial of the augustana choir this spring it was an exhibit that ran for about 12 weeks uh we did it uh, in conjunction with the Augustana Choir, who of course was celebrating their 100th anniversary, um, and the weekend of our Dakota Conference that we had just talked about, the Augustana Choir actually had a gathering of their alumni. So it was a, a really uh, it was a busy weekend, but we had a number of Augustana Choir alumni come uh, into the Center for Western Studies and see the exhibit, and it was really fun just to uh, be a part of. Um, hearing their stories as they sort of made made their way through the exhibit uh, to be able to, to chat with alumni who could identify, you know, a friend or uh, a brother or a sister or uh, see a photo of themselves from, you know, the 1960s when they were in the choir. That was really special for me just as someone who, of course, went to Augustana, who grew up going to Augustana events or theater camp to be able to connect with Augustana alumni in that way was was really fun. Uh, in terms of putting together the exhibit, it was um, such a treat. Every single photo uh, that we used for the exhibit was pulled from our archive collection at the Center for Western Studies. So it was a really special way to be able to connect again Augustana and the Center for Western Studies in, all in, in one exhibit. It was really fun. Cameron Miller, Educational Assistant with the Center for Western Studies on the campus of Augustana College. I'm so old, Cameron, that I actually took art classes from I.D. and Darwimple. Uh, <laughs> but they, they, they have their gallery exhibit in the Center for Western Studies. So, so actually, that is across campus okay. um, in a different building. However, that does um, highlight the artwork of students at Augustana. So I always do recommend when we have... Um, guests come into the Center for Western Studies who specifically are interested in the art um, that we are showing at that specific time. I always do point them in that direction uh, because it is fun to uh, see students' artwork as well. Now, we often do like to highlight student artwork as well in our upcoming art show. We will be having some Augustana students um, 
participating in our art show. It's kind of a special way for us to um, be able to give students, Augie, Augie students, a platform to sell their artwork. Uh, but yes, I always, always recommend um, guests of uh, the Center for Western Studies to make their way across campus to go over there as well. Well, if people, you know, go through the attic and they find things that might be of interest to the Center for Western yeah. Studies, I'm sure they bring it to you. Yeah, we often, um, almost daily, uh, are getting phone calls or people stop in wondering if we are interested in collections that they have. We have a really, really great education, or excuse me, a collections assistant at the center. Her name is Liz Caesar. She does a great job at sort of sifting through what is brought into the center and uh, determining if it is something that fits into our collection. Um, she also does take appointments for uh, anyone uh, in the region or, or across the country or, or international also. Uh, she takes requests for those who are looking to study specific collections. Uh, and actually, we have people come into the center uh, and work with our archive collection uh, on their own personal research. Um, so that is uh, another function of the center that is often done. I'm sure your Xerox machine is quite busy. <laughs> That's right, yes. <laughs> but getting to the research, um, mm -hmm. I, I want to kind of uh, you know, bring this up. Gary D. Olson Student mm -hmm. Research Award has been established as grants for students to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. And that's that's something that uh, uh, you know they can acquire for more information on that. But there are yeah. grants available for people that want to do research at, yes, the, absolutely. Uh, at the center. It's, it's kind of fun, too. Uh, when I was at Augustana, I, of course, uh, graduated with a history degree. So uh, Augustana promotes their, student, their history students specifically to use the resources at the Center for Western Studies. So I spent a lot of time uh, at the center doing research um, for my uh, senior capstone. And uh, it was a really unique opportunity for me as an undergrad student majoring in history to be able to uh, use uh, resources that are right there on campus um, to, you know, um, further my my research and further my senior capstone. So it is a it's a great resource that we have right there on campus. Well, we have the Aris Data Center. You know, they, they come to see that uh, mm -hmm. in science of, of the future. But uh, you, you're the voice, basically, of the Northern Plains, especially yeah. the Native Americans. Yeah, we've got a history exhibit, uh, a permanent exhibit um, at the Center for Western Studies. It is called Voices of the Northern Plains, where we do show uh, Native American artifacts, along with other artifacts that uh, have been donated to the center Um we have, like I said, it's a permanent exhibit, but what's great about it is uh, we actually have published a book on the Center for Western Studies that sort of goes into uh, all of the small little details on the Voices of the Northern Plains exhibit. So while when you go to the Center for Western Studies and you take a look at the permanent exhibit that we have, we also provide extra materials that allow you to kind of do a little deeper uh digging into the materials and, and artifacts that are shown at in the exhibit well 1999 desmond tutu mm -hmm. the archbishop of cape town uh was able to share native american day and and uh, mm -hmm. it's it's interesting how we connect with other cultures around the world mm -hmm. i you know and, and just on the side it's, it's interesting how native american music flute is so much like Chinese mm. uh, historical flute. Mm -hmm. um, just my own opinion. But, but uh, Desmond Tutu, Madeline Albright, mm -hmm. Clyde Bellacourt, uh, basically organizers of the uh, A movement, American Indian movement, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, Ellen Baylor are part of the memorandum there. Uh, but 
you know, so I have to go to history, but there is basically, you know, I, I guess in, in my English teacher may not say this right, but new South Dakota history mm-hmm. is what you're all about. In other words, the uh, people of this generation need to be uh, protecting the history that they're making. Yeah. It's actually funny that you say that. So we, our, our upcoming publication that we will be um, putting out next spring of 2023 is uh, a new South Dakota history. So we've gathered collections from uh, contributors um, to discuss the new South Dakota history. What uh, It's called Old Trails and New Roads, and it's going to be a great book. I've kind of gotten a little bit of a, a sneak peek uh, into the book. And uh, yes, it's important for anyone who's uh, concerned with the Northern Plains region to, of course, stay up to date on uh, what's going on in the state. So. Well, history is still a, uh, a a graduate course. There's yeah. There's, there's history, you know, people with history diplomas out there. Yeah. Um, and I mean history, not historical. Mm-hmm. Uh, but or hysterical. But uh, people can become members of of the Center for Western That's Studies. That's right. Yeah. So we do. We we've got members. We've actually got a, 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 quite a few members of the Center for Western Studies. Uh, members, of course, are offered some benefits of of being members of the center but the primary benefit of course is um and we talked a little bit earlier uh, about our bow forum on public affairs which is our premier event uh, of the center for western studies but members of the center get um priority uh ticketing for the bow forum the bow forum of course has um sold out. I hesitate in saying sold out because uh, the Bow Forum is free and open to the public. Uh, you do have to get tickets for it. Um, but of course, the Bow Forum has sold out uh, a number of shows. So it's being a member of the out. center allows you to lock in your tickets for uh, the big names that we do get. So Who is coming next next year? We have not announced it yet. Um, we are in talks right now. Uh, we've not announced it yet, but um, I would... I would sort of to give a little sneak preview. I would anticipate someone who, uh, as in years past, is someone of current and broad public interest. So, well, that tweaks uh, <laughs> our interest there. Now, again, we're talking to Cameron Miller, the education assistant with the Center for Western Studies, a former student at Augustana. Uh, the uh, thing he actually came here for. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about everything else. But, <laughs> Uh, October 25th, we got the Library Associates uh, presents Craig Johnson, author of the Longmire Mystery Novels, uh, also on Netflix. Uh, mystery Novels, that's 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 going to be interesting. But the Artists of the Plains Art Show and Sale, the 41st year. Mm-hmm. I go way back to the first year on that one. In fact, <laughs> I, I worked with them on starting that. Uh, and then the 55th Dakota Conference on the Outlaw Plains. The uh, That's going to be next April. Mm-hmm. But I was going to say also in April each year, you have a big book sale. That's right. Yeah. So a few different uh, points there. I'll start with the Artists of the Plains show. Of course, that's our next uh, big event that we will be hosting. Um, it's a premier program of the Center for Western Studies. It's designed to educate the public uh, on the cultural importance and variety of regional artists here uh, of the Northern Plains. So uh, like you said, it's uh, we're in our 41st year. Uh, it is held downtown at the Hilton Garden in um, it will be the last weekend in October. Um, it's a special event where we bring together this year. We've got 30 artists uh, who will be coming uh, to uh, sell their work and, and 
connect with the community. It's a great show because um, not only is it all weekend, so it, it's a uh, it, well, not depending on your schedule, you should be able to make it whether it's Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Um, but it also allows um, the community, like I said, to connect with artists of the Northern Plains. Uh, it's a very, very successful show and one that we are certainly proud of. Uh, as for the Dakota Conference and our upcoming theme, Outlaw Plains, um, we're very, very excited. I know we had touched on earlier um, themes of the Dakota Conference Uh we get, um, I would say, more than half of the lectures and presentations at the Dakota Conference that focus on specifically the theme. So with our upcoming theme, I mean, that is is exciting to anyone. You think of uh, Jesse James or sort of the outlaws of the plains, right? So um, it'll be really fun to hear experts speak on uh, crimes that have happened in the history of the, the Northern Plains. So that will um, certainly uh, be interesting, and we're looking did, forward to that. Did Jesse James actually jump the gun to Garrison? <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sure that'll be discussed. <laughs> the 41st artist of the Plains, though, coming up. I, I want people to put that on their calendar, yeah. October 20th, 30th, because this is uh, a chance to not just go and see the art, but you get to talk to the creator of the yes. art, the, mm-hmm. the actual sculptor, the actual yep. painter. Uh, and they're from all over yeah. uh, North America, mm-hmm. uh, especially the Arizona and, and uh, well, all over, uh, but uh, it's a good thing to take your grandkids to to yeah. teach them mm-hmm. uh, the fact of, of Native American uh, culture uh, yeah. through the art. Um, the there's something about art that transcends words, mm-hmm. and uh, that gets to uh, again the main reason you came here to talk, and we're, t- we've <laughs> been talking for uh, 21 minutes, and we haven't even talked about it yet. Is you have a horse. Uh, you know, presentation at yes. the Center for Western Studies. Yeah. So our current exhibit, I, I know I touched on earlier the various educational programs that we run at the Center for Western Studies. Another program that we run um, is we have an art gallery space at the center, and, and that draws a large, large crowd throughout the year. Typically, we run four uh, art exhibits throughout the year. Um, of course, we talked about the uh, centennial of the Augustana Choir. That didn't necessarily <laughs> count as art. Sometimes we'll throw in a historical exhibit here and there in the art space. But uh, currently, uh, starting in August, um, we have our Stallions and Mares Legends of the Plains art exhibit. Uh, it's a wonderful exhibit. I, I uh, was lucky enough to work with artists and curate the exhibit. Um, I remember speaking with a colleague of mine at the center, uh, sort of brainstorming ideas on what did we want for an upcoming show? And and she said, well, Cammie, what interests you? And I thought, well, I know I love animals. Animals interest me. But also on top of that, when you look at artwork of the Northern Plains and, and what artists of the Northern Plains are uh, what their art is about, oftentimes you see the horse. And so with that, I, I, I got the idea uh, for a juried art show um, of horses. That's the theme. Um, we have 40 different artists uh, participating in this show. We had over 120 submissions uh, to be in the show. And so we, we, we chose 47 pieces, 40 different artists, and the response to this show has been overwhelming. Uh, it is a great show. I, 
I mean, of course, if you have any type of interest in horses, it's a great show, but also uh, to, to stay up to date on what uh, artists of the Northern Plains are doing. Uh, this is a great show because there's such variety. Uh, we've got uh, watercolor, acrylic, we've got uh, pottery, we have woodwork, uh, photography. There really is something for everyone at this show. And so uh, it's been just such a treat to have it, this in our in our building. And uh, it does run until November 18th. So if you haven't had a chance to stop by yet, I certainly would recommend stopping by before uh, the end of the show. But uh, like I said, it's been a huge success, and um, it's fun to to have an exhibit that uh, interests you and, and to work with all the different artists as well. So we can go to the Center for Western Studies and just mm-hmm. horse around. Yeah, that's time. right, yes. <laughs> uh, I went to, well, I was invited by the uh, Israeli ambassador back in the 80s to come to, a, well, a free trip to Israel for a couple mm-hmm. weeks to show the history uh, uh, there. And, you know, back in the old, old days of Palestine and that they, they established forts, they would have kind of a cavalry that mm-hmm. would run. And I said, well, that's a lot like our history. And, you know, they looked at me kind of like, how old is your history? <laughs> yeah, maybe 100 to 300 years. And I was looking there at a history of, you know, two, 3,000 years. Mm-hmm. But uh, the thing with uh, your your aspect of Native Americans, that, but you also yeah. bring the culture of the Europeans as yes, they brought, we do. you know, their they're, mm-hmm. they're quilting, their beadwork, their mm-hmm. uh, uh, all of that that comes from Europe. So it extends even further back in that kind of sense. Mm-hmm. Now, it's, uh, you're beginning the 52nd year of your newsletter, uh, mm-hmm. you know, half a century we're talking about already on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if people want to subscribe to the newsletter, how they can do it digitally too, right? Yes, on our website, um, augie.edu slash cws, uh, you can subscribe. Um, another good way to do it, of course, is also becoming a member of the Center for Western Studies. Um, yeah, it's a great way to stay up to date on uh, various events, um, announcements that are coming from the Center for Western Studies. Of course, we uh, announce our Beauform speaker in the newsletter as well. So um, certainly would recommend getting subscribed to our newsletter. Like I said, it's a great way to stay up to date with the happenings uh, of the Center for Western Studies. And people, you know, if they're looking at going to school at Augustana University, this is a good way to kind of see a piece of that too. Yeah, absolutely. I um, always recommend uh, coming into the Center for Western Studies for prospective students just because, again, it is that connection to the Northern Plains region. Cameron Miller, education assistant with the Center for Western Studies. Now, you graduated, I, I suppose, a few years ago, and, yeah. and now you're with uh, Western Studies. What made you decide that this is where you wanted to take your, your career? Yeah. Well, the the funny thing about history is uh, there are a number of different fields you can go in. Um, if you decide not to teach, uh, oftentimes you find yourself in the museum uh, sort of arena. Um as a history uh, with with a history degree, uh, it was a natural fit for me. Uh, I spent I think every single day in my undergrad uh, studying in the library at the Center for Western Studies. So I was very familiar uh, with the center before uh, accepting this role. But it's been such a treat to be with the Center for Western Studies and um, uh, be a part of something that allows me to pursue my passion in history, uh, passion in art. Uh, it's a really unique place that uh, I think is kind of a hidden gem of Sioux Falls and of the Augustana community. And so 
it's a great opportunity to be able to promote the center and, and talk about all of the uh, various programs and offerings that we provide to the community. So, well, not just history, but archaeology. Uh, mm-hmm. We we have him in uh, usually in January when he brings in his third Sundays. Yeah. Uh, but the Center for Western Studies, if they if they walk in the front door, give us a kind of a minute for nobody's been there before. If they haven't yeah. been there before. When they walk in the front door, what do they see? Yeah, so you walk in, uh, immediately you will see our art gallery. Uh, Like I said, we run three to four art exhibits per year. If you turn to your right, you will then enter into our Voices of the Northern Plains permanent museum exhibit. If you continue onward upstairs, we've got our archive collection, our library, and then we also have our, our gift shop where we sell CWS publications as well as publications from around the region. What I find to be special about the Center for Western Studies is there really is something for everyone. So no matter what your interest is in, whether it's art, history, there will be something at the center for you. So it's a great gathering place for the community. Sounds like a good place to locate a Starbucks. Yes, that's right. In fact, I would very much enjoy that. (laughs) Well, history is the fact that you have so many volumes of research and and, uh, you know, what I, I really like, Cameron, is that students have an opportunity through grants or through other other ways mm-hmm. to take on projects where they can actually develop and copy, you know, really put down the history. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it takes work to do that. It does, yeah. And uh, a lot of time and, and effort. So the Center for Western Studies is kind of the magnet for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, tell us quickly the uh, dates coming up. Yeah, so our uh, Artists of the Plains uh, art show and sale will be held Friday, October 28th through Sunday, October 30th. Uh, we also are hosting a panel uh, with the Friends of the Big Sioux River on our pu- newest publication, Heartland River. That will be November 14th in the Foyland Science uh, building on the campus of Augustana University. That'll be at 6 p.m. Cameron Miller, Education Assistant, Center for Western Studies. Thank you for being with us. Thank you so much for having me.